Praise the Lord on today, everybody. This is Minister Anthony Bonner of Truth Turned Up Ministries. Coming to you live today on the podcast with the word entitled, Be Anxious for Nothing. Be Anxious for Nothing. You know, the times we're living in, the age we're living in, there is a need for the peace of God. There is a need for the presence of God. There is a need and a demand for the power of God to stabilize his people in the word of God, in the promises of God, and in the sure sovereign power of God to fully persuade his people that no weapon formed against him shall prosper, to fully persuade his people that he still reigns supreme, and to fully persuade his people that all is well. In an age where all you consistently hear on the radio, as well as in conversations with people that you interact with on a daily basis, as well as on the television screens and in the newspaper, is bad news. And even better news, news of the COVID-19 spreading and attacking on greater level and with much more wrath and fury because of people's disobedience and because of their flesh ruling their desires to uh, achieve life as they once had it or what they consider to be uh, normal life. We see people panicking because of the social distancing requirements when we were all created to have fellowship and intimate contact with other human beings, but we were also created to obey the order of the times so that we could have life and experience life in the measure in which the promises of God and His supernatural love would structure us to do it. People are panicking because many people are unemployed. They've been fired. They've been laid off. Their wages have been cut. Many other issues with their finances. People are in fear or anxious because of the real threat of death. People are dying all around them. People they know, people they don't know. It is a reality. People are panicking because of the future and the prospects of the future. Many people think their futures look grim because their present has been disrupted. People are panicking because of the school openings with children, sending their children back into these buildings around these teachers, around these administrators on these yellow buses. People are panicking because of all of the racial injustice and the social unrest that is in the atmosphere during this time that we find ourselves And all of these things are real. And all of these things have dire consequences. But the good news is, if you're in Christ Jesus, if you're a follower of His, if He's your Savior and you've made Him your Lord by laying down your life, then all is well. You need not be anxious for anything. You need not fear anything. Because God has given us solutions. God has given us the solution. God has told us in this verse of scripture we're going to look at today in the book of Philippians to give it all to me. Don't worry about it. Give me that and I will give you the peace of God which surpasses or passes all understanding. God is telling us uh, it alone shall be done. That we can keep our hearts, that we can keep our minds through the power and the blood of Christ Jesus. In the book of Philippians In the fourth chapter, in the sixth verse, it reads as such. Be careful for nothing, 
but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Again, God is telling us through the Apostle Paul, who's God's greatest servant in the flesh after Jesus Christ. He's telling us not to worry because we've been equipped in Christ Jesus. We've been clothed with a supernatural clothing. We've been established in a supernatural foundation that we don't have to be careful for anything. Hallelujah. That we don't have to worry about anything. But in all things, use our weapons, our weapons of prayer, our weapons of uh, persistently and consistently coming, which is the supplication. But come not with, with doubt, come with thanksgiving, thanking me in advance that your needs shall be met, that your needs are met. Because you've been walking on the narrow path. You've been connected to me. You've been abiding in me. You know that I will supply your needs only as you have supplied my command and my requirements of you trusting in me. Living by faith and not by sight. Continuing to study to show yourself approved. Being supernaturally shaped and structured to allow your life and your light to shine so others will know that you are one of mine. And as one of mine, you've learned how to use the word as a weapon, not being tossed to and fro by situations, circumstances, or the condition of the culture at the moment, knowing that I remain sovereign and supreme that I turn things upside down, that I shake things, but yet the shaking will only remove all things in the culture and in every individual life and lives collectively as the body of Christ that needs to be removed. That I'm always showing you where you're missing the mark, but at the same time, I'm preparing you to meet the mark. Because my love for you knows no bounds. My love for you is unlimited. My love for you is personal. I am a jealous God. So God tells us to uh, make, uh, let our request be known. That, 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 that with, supplica with supplication, with thanksgiving, that we are to uh, let your request be made known unto God. He said, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, God's peace, surpasses all human understanding if you went to every university in the world and they all gave you an undergraduate degree a postgraduate degree a medical degree a, uh, a law degree and every other degree that exists you would still fall short in understanding the peace of God which surpasses all understanding this peace God talks about he says it keeps your heart and your mind isn't that amazing because everything starts in the heart. Out of the heart flows the issues of life. Out of the heart flows all the evil thoughts, all of the murders and adulteries and fornications and all of the wickedness that comes in man. And the mind conceives the manner in which it's going to be enacted or inflicted upon another person. But God tells us through the Apostle Paul in this wonderful verse of Scripture that we don't have to be anxious for anything because God's word, God's power, God's love through the blood of Jesus will keep our hearts and our minds. It will keep us on the path of victory that we don't have to worry because God is in control. 
Only when I am in Christ Jesus do I fully understand what is being shared here. Only when I've been crucified with Christ and I've laid down my, my life and I'm not trying to do it as the world do it. I'm not trying to do it as modern day Christians do it. Just giving God a part of me following Christ only in the part that satisfies my flesh or only in the part that I understand. That when I'm crucified with Christ, I'm going into the uncomfortable parts. I'm giving him all of me. I'm going to open myself up to experience, willingly experience the good, the bad, and the ugly. Knowing that God knows what I need even before I need it. Knowing that God has my back. Knowing that I am covered by the blood of Jesus so that I walk in dominion. I walk in power. I walk in authority that I've been sealed by the blood of Jesus and all of my enemies be seen or unseen in the form of a principality, a power, a ruler of darkness of this age, any spiritual wickedness in high places, any creeping thing that I have been given power and authority over it, that I can merely speak a thing, that I've been equipped to resist the devil and he has to flee. But only as I've been crucified and I have the mind of Christ in me now will I be able to not only know these things, recall these things, uh, and use these things that have been given unto me. Supernatural equipping. I must die daily in my flesh every day because the other he wants to rise up every day. He wants to get angry. He wants to feel proud. He wants to feel like he's a victim. So I have to crucify him every day by staying in the word of God. The flesh will always want to do something and be completely in control to keep me separated from God and these wonderful promises and this awesome power to win. I need to fight to be free from worry. I need to fight to stay free from fear, regardless of what the world's circumstances and conditions are, and even what my own circumstances and conditions may be, knowing that it's all temporary. God's faithfulness in the past ensures God's faithfulness in the future. Hallelujah. God is faithful. God remains on the throne. Jesus remains seated at his right hand and the Holy Spirit, the comforter who was sent back to lead and guide us into all truth, remains dwelling not only among us, but within those who have laid down their life to pick up their cross and follow after Jesus Christ. Paul gives us exact, specific, and direct instructions for overcoming all the tactics of the enemy, for always walking in the highlands, even when I find myself being placed in the lowlands by my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He tells me to pray. Hallelujah. He tells me to pray often. And then he tells me to do the most important thing after I pray or while I'm praying. Just tell God all about it. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell God all about it. There is no victory in holding on to your problems or your cares. huh? You holding on to them, crying about them, continuing to bring them back to life because you shall have whatsoever you say. Life and death lies in the power of the tongue. If you're consistently rehearsing your defeats, you're constantly speaking them into your future. But if you're consistently speaking the word of God and his promises, though you may not understand them and have not received them in their fullness yet, they shall be yours because his word shall not return unto him void. Your problems and your cares, you have no solutions for them. You have no solutions for them. Only when we surrender to God, 
Only when we give them up to God. Only when we trust in God. Only when we learn to utilize our faith in God. And our prayer, consistent prayer to God. Will we experience the deliverance that has been promised to us. We need to make up our mind and be fully put to receive the victory. When the battle is at its worst. God places his strongest soldiers. His most anointed soldiers. His chosen soldiers. Those that are approved of him. They experience the most difficulties in this life because they understand that they win no matter what. And their love for God is so deep and so profound that no one can understand it, not even themselves, that they are willing to suffer anything for the Lord. Discomfort, isolation, persecution, separation, it does not matter. They've been equipped to not be anxious for anything because they understand all things are theirs and at God's appointed time, they shall have what God has ordained for their lives. They're not trapped in religion. They're not trapped in their own sinful thoughts. They're not moved by the thoughts of other men. They're not moved by the trends in the culture. They are moved only by the revelation of Jesus Christ because their connection is so deep that they've taken God up on his invitation through Jesus Christ as the branch to abide in the vine, knowing that the vine, that the branch can do nothing being separated from the vine in the name of Jesus. We must choose to live like this because this is the greatest witness for Jesus Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ. When people see us going through, but yet we have joy, yet we have peace, yet we're unmoved by the things that are moving around us because we know that our past was handled by God. Our presence is secure in God and our future is in God's hands. Is that not a beautiful testimony of God's power, God's love, God's peace for his people that we can actually not only make this scripture a doctrinal uh, confession in our minds and in our hearts, but we can make it a practical a tool in our hands to overcome all that we must overcome, not only today, but tomorrow and in the days ahead. We don't need to strive. Hallelujah. All we need to do is surrender in Christ Jesus and allow his word to do exactly what his word is designed to do. And that is simply to walk in victory, constant victory, complete victory. In closing, I will read the scripture again, Philippians 4 and 6, written through the awesome apostle Paul, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Thank God in advance as you pray, because the victory is yours if you will stay faithful, if you will stay stable, if you will stay sound in sound doctrine and not be moved to and fro by this candy doctrine that tells you you can have things, but yet you don't have to live the life to receive them. No, we're saved by grace through faith and not of works, but you must surrender for the work of God to be done in you. It is not by your work you receive anything, but you must surrender that a work be done in you. This is without question because you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. And behold, the old things have passed away. I'm sorry. Behold, all things have become new. If you're new, that means you're living a new life. That means you have new expectations. That means you're walking in a new path. That means God is doing new things in you. Hallelujah. And there is a psalm which supports everything that is being said 
in Philippians 4 and 6, and it can be found in the book of Psalms, the 55th verse, and the 22nd, the 55th chapter, the 22nd verse. I'm sorry. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. We can cast thy burden upon the Lord. God wants your trouble. God wants your problem. God wants your nervousness. God wants your fear. He wants your doubt. God wants your anxiousness. He says, be anxious for nothing because all is well. Just stand in the place in which I placed you. Rehearse the words of my, of my word in your heart and in your mind because I am the king and you are creating my image and my likeness and all is well with you and for you in Jesus name. Amen.